One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy first day of the week, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, your host with the most brackets hair. And we've got a great podcast coming up. I know sometimes I say that and it's rubbish, apart from my bits, obviously. But this one, just having a look, it's okay. Now, it begins with uh, angry Aston Villa fans on the final one with Simon Jordan and Danny Kelly. I must stress that the show is actually called The Final World with Simon Jordan. Danny Kelly was also in the studio, though. So have a listen to this. First up, we can hear from the manager, Dean Smith, brackets, smudger, then the callers. Brackets, I love you all. Close brackets. First time we've never gone and made physical contact with teams and whether it was us um, giving them too much respect or not, I don't know. And it's something that, you know, I'll speak to the players about because, um, you know, you feel embarrassed about it. You know, we're a proud football club. We have a proud history. And uh, yes, we've only just come up into this Premier League. And yes, we've built a new squad. And their three goal scorers would, you know, would cost the, the whole of our squad. But, you know, there's some parts of football that don't change. And that's that work ethic, work rate. They tended to get into the pockets um, a little bit too easy. Um, we talked about our outside centre-backs, you know, um, making contact with their, their lads in the pockets. And we never done that. We ended up just staying as a, a, a five at times and it caused us problems. My lads bought me a Christmas present to go down today. And they tried to get me down. Come on, Dad, you know, the plane. Well, I just can't see, you know, I followed them. Um, and I've been down there for many, many years. I've gone down there today, as I say, as a Christmas present. And from kickoff, I just can't believe. And people are saying Man City, an absolute European team. I did not see that today. They were in training mode, and we were 20% at best. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. There was no fight. Yeah, OK, you talked about Dean Smith saying it wasn't an important game for us because we weren't going to win, but there was no fight. I'll tell you what, if I took racked up on Monday morning and put the effort in for work and, and, and my sons did that, they wouldn't last five minutes in their job. I'm absolutely disgusted. I can't believe it, mate. I'm nearly in tears here, honestly. Um, you know, I just can't believe it. Sure, sure. Um, I'm sorry your Christmas present has turned out so uh, so unhappily for you, um, but I just want to confirm what you said there. In your opinion, you followed the football closely, they weren't actually putting the effort in. No, it, it was a training game. I, from the kickoff, it was as if they were in training mode and we were letting them be in training mode. We put 20% in at the best. How do you, um, how do you odds that? Tone, how do you odds Sorry. that? How do you odds that tone against the performance they put in against Leicester midweek? Because you can't I don't, I question. Just, I, just, I, can't, I just don't understand it. I just don't, there was no fight, and I will tell you, I, you know, I love Greedish the bits, but 
He's, he, one thing I learned about him today, and he's a Moody player, and, um, you know, just before we decided to leave, he proper went into a mood. And, and me, as, a, as a, a leader of people in my job, I have to get people encouraged when things are down. And if I was on the pitch and I was doing that, I'd, I could, you know, I'd be, you know, sorry, fans, but you've got to rattle around, you've got to get him put in a footing. We didn't put a footing. Aaron was at the game as well. He's another Villa fan. Did you stay to the end, Aaron? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, good boy. In the penalty go in. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm a massive Villa fan, but I, I, I can't see us staying up. I've got to be deadly honest with you. I can't see it happening. Um, I'm very positive. You know, I think Watford are a very good team. I think we could beat Brighton, but. I think we lose too many, and like you said, why not try and have a go at Man City today? Danny Drinkwater, yeah, he's not played for a long time, we know that. It's a bit of a strange signing that Burnley didn't want him, and then who are fighting relegation, then we did. Yes, John McGinn's injured, I understand that. But we we did look very negative, um, and you look at Dean Smith, and if he is a Villa fan... He needs to start realising, stepping back and going, is this too much of a bigger task for me? Is it, is it too much of a you know, a hard thing to do? He's not a Premier League manager in the sense of he hasn't got no... Aaron, can um, I ask you a personal question? Roughly how old are you? I'm 29. OK, so you're not a child. You're a grown-up. You know, grown the the yeah. days when managers resigned for any reason at all are long gone. Um, they used yeah. to, but that was 20 years ago when you were at primary school. He's not going yeah. to... He's not going to... Dean Smith... Where do you, where, but where do you really expect... I mean, I, I take your point about the thought processes going on around the performance today. Look, look, Villa have just beaten Burnley. They've had some decent yeah. results. You were very good against Leicester midweek. You know, Burnley are an experienced Premier League side now. West Ham have spent millions and millions and millions and have had elite managers like Pellegrini on paper. I've got David Moyes yeah. in there. They're at one point in front of you... You are a long way away from this at this moment in time being relegated. Aston Villa nil, Manchester City six. The hat trick goal for Aguero. What a finish it was as well. Pouncing on again defensive frailty by Aston Villa, but what a finish from Aguero. He scored a lot of goals in his career. He's happy to be part or be here. The day he he break this record for another incredible legend like Titi Henry. The, the guys who scored goals, they were born scoring goals and they will die scoring goals. So this, everyone has his own challenge and he has this one. Now, of course, there was an exclusive game day on TalkSport. That was Liverpool beating Spurs at the new White Hart Lane or whatever it's called on Saturday afternoon. We had reaction to that victory on that said show with both managers, Jurgen Klopp and Jose I'm Never Happy Mourinho. Although... First part of this interview, Jose sounds like he's got a smile on his face. So, swings and roundabouts. There might be a problem here. Son through the middle, sends it over the top of the crossbar. And it's well over the top of the crossbar. Jose Mourinho sends his hand to the top of his forehead, slaps himself on the front of his face and says he cannot believe that that did not go in. We saw your reaction to the missed chances <laughs> we, uh, on the floor platoon style um, but tried to put into words what you were feeling uh, when those chances from Son and Lacelso were missed. No, the, the platoon style was to celebrate the goal because I, I saw the ball uh, in the net but then it ended with, uh, with frustration. That's, that's football. Uh, we deserve much more than what we than what we get. We got nothing and we deserve. 
I can only be happy with uh, with the players, frustrated with a few things during the game, but that's that's the way it is. But I think big match, big football match. So you were pretty satisfied with the performance. You said before the game you'd have to play differently because of the personnel issues that you've had. Overall, from what you saw, you were satisfied. I am satisfied. Uh, I know that the team couldn't play for 90 minutes the way we did in the last 30. We don't have uh, our physical condition adapted to that intensity uh, Liverpool is. Uh, we know that if we let the game go on uh, high pressure and then defensive transitions, we, we knew that we would, uh, we would break. Uh, that's not uh, what this team is used to do and, uh, and this is what Liverpool does uh, for a few years already. So the plan was, was correct. Uh, of course, the goal that we concede is a frustrating goal by two reasons. One, because we trained yesterday uh, defensive uh, through-ins and we can see the goal in the through-in. Uh, the second reason why it's frustrating is because it was a through-in for us, uh, because Mané was uh, the one that touched the ball. But um, that's it. Got to go down to Jurgen Klopp. He's with Sam Atteface. Thank you very much, Laura. I'm in the tunnel with Jurgen Klopp. Congratulations, another victory. But what was your going through your brain when the two chances that Spurs missed towards the end of that game? Relief, probably. Relief. Um, yeah, it was one really big one. Don't know exactly. Um, I didn't see it back, so how I missed it. But the cross on the second post and then um, on the far post, and then there was a volley. Um, yeah, apart from that, Ali. Saved our lives two or three times, but that the game was still open was obviously in that moment was still, was of course our fault. I think the last 15 minutes were a bit wild, until then we controlled the game and we played really good football game. It's just it's intense in a different way, because um, the, the the opponent sets up really defensively. We still create chances, but each baller uses a massive counter attack where you have to run like crazy. Um, and so, I think before we won it up, we should have been already one it or two nil up. Um, that would have change the game completely mm. but with one nil yeah it's just a game and um, you have to fight until the end and that's what we did time now to check in with the sun exclusive and mark saggers alvin martin and jermaine pennant uh, is this the one where alvin martin's talking about his son um, ruining a goal kick and then giving away a goal for sheffield you not no it's not don't mention that okay uh, they're looking back at watford's three nil win over bournemouth you'll cut that out yeah excellent now for from the Watford side of things, Nigel Pearson has had this great run, but he knows nothing is over at all yet. They've got to now start again, haven't they? And this is think yes, it's great. We'll it, we'll love the moment. We're out of the relegation zone, but we've not stayed up. We've got lots of work. Oh, still absolutely. To do. He's that sort of character. He's that sort of character that he, he will push and push and push and demand of his players. But what I find unbelievable is the reaction that he's got so quickly in terms of keeping clean sheets and scoring goals. I mean, another three goals today. But it just makes me think, actually, that the Watford dressing room just needed somebody who could talk their language. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> no, but do you see what I mean with that? With with you know, Tr- Trodini back on board and some of the others. I mean, there's some quality in there. There's some, you know, like Capoos and this that have been in big dressing rooms as well. Um, and they've obviously managed to to find in Nigel Pearson what he's doing a freshness and an approach that they can work with. Yeah, some of that there that you know they've they've took on board and that they, like I said, can work with. You know, whatever I, I feel that whatever. Every did for Leicester to get them up with that team and then they went on to win the league obviously not under Nigel but you know he's took that 
you know that that yeah. foundation, that fundamentals, and, and brought it straight to to Watford, and you're seeing the exact same thing. I'm not saying that Watford next season is going to go and win the league, but he's bringing you know his his experience that he had at Leicester to Watford, and it, and it's working. I think what you said there is absolutely right because and Alvin, you made that point right at the start of the program. Nigel Pearson with those nearly two seasons out of the game in many ways is that he's probably not only learnt from what he did right but he's learnt from what he did wrong and again at 1-0 the game the game's still anyone's are oh, you going to look for a second and eventually a third and, that, and that's that's the way to play the game Yeah. once you're on top do continue to do what, what's got you on top in the game it doesn't make sense there's no logic in actually saying okay we, we've, we've, we've started the first hour well 1-0 up and now we're going to go back into our shell and allow you back into the game. You I, never, well I never understand that. I, I really don't get it. I really don't get it because you've not conceded in that hour. But now you're going to sit back and then all of a sudden let them have a chance, basically, now. You're saying, right, like, you come and attack us now. Let's keep on attacking. Like we said, uh, attack is the best line of defence. Right. And they've scored three goals from it. Mm. You're not relinquishing the initiative. Yeah. By by sitting back, you're giving them the initiative and the opportunity to get back in the game. And it's it's crazy, really. And look... I, I think that that's that's a big plus for for Watford. On the on the downside, that manner of defeat, it's not it's not just the defeat, Jermaine, which mm. was always going to be a massive thing. It's the manner of defeat mm. and looking at, at Eddie walking off there, totally dejected. Uh, the the reaction of the the Bournemouth fans, you do wonder, you do wonder. And also as an, an owner of Bournemouth, you're looking at the reaction that the opposition have had by changing their manager. Mm. Yeah, I'm, t- yeah. Uh, I'm just going to check on uh, w- where we are and what what happens next for uh, uh, Bournemouth. Will will what do you do now um, as well, a player in this situation? See, they, first they, they, of all, I'll tell you their fixtures. They've got Norwich away, then well, they've got Brighton at home, then Aston Villa at home. Simon Jordan here. You and I are both listening to the Talksport Daily podcast. 
Now, a quick reminder, the third test between South Africa and England gets underway at 7am or 0700 hours, if you're a fan of 24 with Kiefer Sullivan. For years, by the way, I actually thought his name was Kiefer and then his surname was Sutherland. But anyway, it's not. Anyway, that's on Thursday on TalkSport 2 with the series, of course, beautifully poised at one all. And staying with cricket for a moment, have a listen to this. It's Josh Butler here with a very own Macca, brackets. Actually, I don't know what his name is. I'll just call him Macca. Anyway. And first, an apology after swearing at Vernon Philander. What's all that swearing about? Absolutely f***ing disgusting habit. Yeah, I've played for a few years now where we know the stunt mics are, are on and, and turned up. Um, I'd like to apologise. I know as a, as a role model it's not a, a great thing to have come across on the TV and um, you know, a bit out of order, so to, um, you know, hold my hands up there. And um, But, yeah, I think the stunt mics, it's an interesting debate, isn't it, because it obviously adds for the viewership um, of people on TV and, and listening to, to get a bit of insight of, as what goes on. But I think also there is a, um, a sort of cricket code that I think the, the players probably quite like it to be to be off and and to, you know doesn't mean that you can then say things that are out of order but it just allows you to you know of course in the heat of the moment or things that you would like to um, stay on the field can stay on the field and it's short to Josh Butler oh my goodness me oh my goodness me he has just dispatched that over backward square leg so third test important test match you've got yourself back level obviously a win here means you can't lose the series every test match is important but this feels like a really big one yeah, it does, and uh, no, it's, it's huge for both teams. It's uh, set up brilliantly, obviously, um, being one more in, in the series and, and coming here with um, you know full of confidence for us, and, and a lot of guys taking a lot of confidence from performing really well in Cape Town. So um, no, it's set up really well. It's um, sure to be another great test. Remember, you can also catch all the action from South Africa by listening to the following on that's what it's called cricket podcast available every day on the tour on Apple Podcasts, Acast and Spotify. Now, we can head over to uh, Barry Glendon, a big fan of Barry, a uh, very funny fellow. He's got a great voice, actually, for broadcasting, very talented man, um, reads a lot and a uh, very well-respected, turned-out man in the media. And next to him was just some chancer, probably going, oh, let's play Culverhouse. Oh, let's, let's name players that no one's ever heard of, although you have heard of some and pretend there's a game. There are no rules. Stop tweeting and texting in. They make it up as they go along until one of them goes, go the house. And that, that's it. <clears throat> Have a listen. Let's play Culver House. Barry, you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Dean Sturridge. Imre Varadi. Phil King. Gary Bannister. Dion Burton. Phil Starbuck. Kingsley Back. Roger Joseph. Roger Palmer. Nigel Jemson. John Bumstead. Scott Gemmell. Scott Oakes. Scott Sellers Glenn Cockerell Glenn Roder Glenn Pennyfeather 
Chris Woods. You're not having the you're not having Chris Woods? Tobin picnic. <clears throat> Alan Kernahan. Ivan Leonardson. Ah, come on. <laughs> come on. Carry on. In Culverhouse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. That was a very contentious game. It really was. I don't think Chris Woods is acceptable at all. I well, played if Chris on... Woods is unacceptable, then Ivan Leonardson is unacceptable. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Um, hey, listen, I would like to uh, immediately go to the court of arbitration for the game of Culverhouse. Now I've got a little email here from... Uh, well, no name and it says dear Andy love of the podcast so far listening to it as I type but uh, one thing's missing that's the best bits from Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express when will it be well I can tell you now that these are the best bits from Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express Sunday nights from 9pm have a listen Right, let's start. Let's start with uh, Xavi. And the reason I want to start talking about Xavi is because there's uh, been suggestions um, very recently, actually, in the press that um, the big cheeses at Barca want him to succeed Valverde. Um, uh, listen, I'll ask you, Andy Brassel, why, firstly, will Barca be looking to get rid of Valverde? Is he not up for it? Is he not doing the job? Are they disappointed with him? Very much so. This has all gathered pace uh, since the semi-final of the, the Spanish Supercopa. The, the final is, is, is just finished. And, um, spoiler alert, Real Madrid are the, are the winners. Um, but with the, the new format of it, the, the big four have all decamped to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we're, we're including Valencia in that. And um, Barcelona actually gave... We'll come to it later. One of their better performances in recent times um, against Atletico, but still managed to lose 3-2 to them. And all the old digs of Valverde have, have, have come up again. And it seems that even though he's not been deserted by the players in any way, shape or form, you can see that by the way they performed against Atletico, uh, the, the, the brass at the club have decided that enough is enough. Now, if they are of that opinion I, I don't see why they weren't of that opinion last summer you know they're they're heading very possibly for a, a ninth league title in in 12 years it's 8 and 11 at the moment obviously which is an incredible record um, it's his shortcomings in a few big games uh, notably against Roma and Liverpool of course in the Champions League um, that have really caused the problems for him um, they haven't been great away from home this season which is I, I guess an, an extension of those problems that they had at the Olympico and, and Anfield. Um, but th- I don't think they've learned anything particularly new about him this season that they didn't know already. Um, Xavi is an interesting choice because it feels that for a lot of people as if Barcelona aren't Barcelona enough at the moment. And uh, What do you mean by that? Uh, well, they're not playing the type of football that we're used to under Pep Guardiola. But I think you've got to be realistic and say because Xavi and Iniesta don't play anymore... Um, and to a lesser extent Puyol and other players what, what do you expect you know La Masia is not churning them out as it once was and certainly not you know an exceptional generation as it, as it did um, that, that flourished under Frank Reichard and, and then later under, under Guardiola so I, I don't know how much Valverde can carry the can for that I don't know how much he can carry the can for, for bad transfers which is something that 
way predates him. Um, but um, the idea is that Xavi is, and you know, you'll be crushingly familiar with this, I'm sure, someone who the fans will find it hard to take issue with mm-hmm. th- th- just because he has that sort of iconic status at the club. So despite the fact that he's had a very short experience as a head coach at Al Sadd in, in, in Qatar, and they're not that happy with him at the moment, no pun intended, um, th- he doesn't want to take it mid-season. So they're looking at um, him maybe coming in in the summer. But you know, you just wonder how much is it going to bring Barcelona forward to mm. w- really where they want to be, even though it sounds wonderful on paper. And a reminder, of course, that I, Andy Goldstein, will be back tonight, Monday night from 10pm, reacting to all the weekend's games and talking other stuff. Now, as regular listeners to Glory Hunters will know, both of you, panellists are invited to express an idea or opinion designed to horrify the purists in a segment of the show known as Sporting Heretics. This week... <laughs> Oh, I've got a terrible cough. This, <coughs> this week, Nick Han, <coughs> excuse me, cock, has boxing in his sights. Nick, we come to you. Boxing needs to change. Well, you know, most of the British public are satisfied with nearly anything. Yeah. Any sop will send them away uh, happy. I mean, look at motorcycle ra- racing, for instance. All they did was they changed the name from motorcycle racing to superbikes and everybody thought it was brilliant. <laughs> you know? So, I'm suggesting we call it superboxing. All right? Okay, lovely, you don't yeah. have to change an awful lot. Boxing is already on the way. It has rounds. So, why not make one of those rounds a general knowledge round? Lovely, for lovely, instance. lovely, lovely. Or they could have a swimwear round. Oh, now, lovely. you'd still do the boxing, okay. obviously, but they'd have to wear swimwear or they'd have to be answering general knowledge questions. Yeah. I mean, the idea of, of Tyson and Wilder, you know, in the ring together, beating six layers of stuff out of each <laughs> other and occasionally having to spit out their gum shield to shout out, Bratislava yeah. is the capital of Slovakia. <laughs> that's, that is entertainment. Super bo- that's super boxing. Yeah, that's, su- that's super boxing. <laughs> or, you know, every now and again, <laughs> is it Moussaka? <laughs> you know, that's fantastic. And then right at the end, they will be there, brow beaten, tired, sweat pouring off them, and they both have to give a 30-second speech on how they would make the world better Lovely. for future Lovely. generations. Lovely. I'm not saying it's a finished article. <laughs> I'm just saying, open your minds. That's the Glory Hunters podcast, available from your regular podcast provider and contains extra material. I don't want any more. Well, you can get it on this podcast. Unique to podcast subscribers. How about that? Well, that's it for another TalkSport Daily podcast. A reminder that if you've not already subscribed, make sure you do via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And another reminder to make sure you join me and Jason Emma Cundy from 10pm on the Sports Bar for reaction to all the weekend's games. We've got Happy Farker, Sad Farker. Although I was actually there at Old Trafford on Saturday, I can tell you now, he'll be a very unhappy Farker. We've got Dermot Gallagher joining us, looking back at all the big decisions from the weekend's football. The Ralph Ellis back pages, tomorrow's tonight. And of course, the midnight train to madness. That and much more from 10pm on TalkSport. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. It's the first one of the week. So usually you walk about with a face down the ground going, oh, I've still got another three days before I can even think of the weekend. You have, but just cheer up a bit. Anyway, Have a good day and thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.